0: there. Well, now that you're here, we're all in good company. I'm Sam. And I'm Ted. And this is The Wine Merchant. We have another diary entry from Claire. We're ready to go. Welcome back. I always say that. Welcome back. I always sneak a peek at the title. She doesn't always give a title, but this one has a funny title. It says, Help Wanted.
1: Oh God, what (laughs) is she doing now?
0: The first two words of Claire's note are, I warned you. I should say the first three words of Claire's note. Anyway, Anyway. here we go. Nieces, aunts, and friends. Claire says, I warned you about a split story. (laughs) The last one was too long to put into one episode. The first part is when Alexander told Claire his family story as it relates to the vineyard, and at odds with his cousins, he stands alone but committed to do right by his grandfather. Not only is he in need of a friend, But he also could use some help with his vineyard problem. And she says, I don't have any idea why I always seem to hesitate and overanalyze decisions. Oh, man, you are not kidding, Claire. Well, at least she's self-aware. She's not alone. She's not alone. (laughs) She says, I always have. The fact is that I know Alexander quite well. We had initially gotten to know one another during that long in-flight in first-class conversation between Paris and San Francisco. That's when they were set up by Laurent to sit next to each other, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, she puts in parentheses, she said, at this time he shared his wine sample with me then, and it really was very good. And then we spent a great deal of time together at Natalie's Vineyard during the pandemic shutdown, working on the barn or out in the vineyard, and then through a harvest And add to all that, the fact that not only does Remy like him, but even Cha was very fond of him. Barrett seemed fairly positive too, and come to think of it, the only negative vibe about Alexander seemed to radiate from Tim. In fairness, though, I think Tim was under the impression that Alexander harbored other feelings for Natalie, (laughs) which couldn't have been further from the truth. Well, there it all is for now, and here is the entirety of my latest diary entry. Stay well and be happy. She signs off.
1: Well, there Claire's, the-
0: dithering, excuse me, Claire's dithering again with a decision, and the decision is whether or not to jump in and help him, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I was thinking as you were reading this passage about their time in on the plane. Remember when he gave mm-hmm. her that sample? Mm-hmm. The fact that they were both in first class is obviously a big thing to her.
0: That was a whole. That whole thing was a great story. Yeah, yeah.
1: that was a great story. You should go back and listen if you haven't listened to it recently. <laughs> and then the time they spent together in pandemic, and that made me think of the time we were all spent in pandemic. And you know, some people have taken up hobbies. Other people have. Much read has read books. Uh, yep. You know, yep. can we ever go back to the? old ways, all those things that we're asking about. And here they are in California living with Barrett at the time and she was redoing her barn so Claire would have a place to live. Now she's back in France, right? The other thing I wanted to say was the fact that both dogs liked him is probably a good thing because dogs sense things. <laughs> they sense things about people. You know, you have somebody come in your house. You want to you want to figure out if they're a good guy or not. Have a dog because yep. a dog will tell you. Mm, not well, this one. It's
0: it's a two way street though. <laughs> how they react to the dog and how the dog reacts. To
1: right, right. So it's kind of funny that both Cha, who was, if you remember, that's Barrett's dog, and Remy, who's Claire's dog, are pretty cool with him. So anyway. That was just a couple of my thoughts as we went through the letter from Claire. Well, well, well.
0: It, uh, this any thoughts, th- as you would say to me? Any yeah. thoughts? Um, any thoughts? No, not really. I mean, it's it's help wanted. I I think I see what she's talking about. He wants her help right. in uh, sorting out whatever's going on about his wine, right? Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because he went to Natalie first.
1: Remember, he went to he Natalie. He didn't really
0: know Claire, though. He just he met didn't her know socially.
1: Claire. Right, he didn't know Claire. So he
0: had already engaged Natalie in some capacity on that Vintners Association online. Right. And she right. said, well, bring your stuff here and uh, you can check it out confidentially, right? Right,
1: that was the whole point there. And then eventually how the pandemic forced him, and I say that with air quotes, to have to be in California, what a horrible mm-hmm. place to be during a pandemic. Yeah, bummer huh? on a vineyard. So he really did get to know Claire a lot better during yeah, that period yeah. of time. So well, that don't forget, the he solved
0: he he did so much when he was there too right. because right, he solved the that. water problem. They figured out um, that water source the, behind right, the, the boundary, vineyard right. was really Natalie's property, and then alexander knew how to create a um, watering system for the vineyard like he described it like a vascular system the kind of the guy tubing. you want
1: to keep around because he's yeah, he knows good for everything i love that <laughs> yeah. so yeah, let's well, see but now he needs help not
0: her so right you know recall though that i think she described the two of them as renaissance men didn't she yes she did way back
1: when. yes yeah. way back when
0: oh this so we know him of he's a
1: he's a friend He's a a good guy. guy. He's a good guy. Okay, so let's jump into that eye
0: re-entry. Okay, so it wasn't his wine in the bottle that carried his vineyard's label. After a brief and silent pause, my first question was concerning what exactly he wanted to do about it. The one thing we think we knew for sure was that Alexander's family was possibly making terrible wine from the vineyard he loved. And outnumbered as he was, there was little he could do to stop them. But he insisted there was something more. Something nefarious was going on there, he thought. He asked aloud several times, where is my good wine? And what is this garbage, this so-called wine they're selling under my label? All with emphasis Mm. added. I think he's a little upset. I think I'd be upset
1: too. You yeah. know, I mean, he's won all of these awards and now it's all in jeopardy because
0: somebody's done Something's something. going on. Yeah. Well, they're pushing to sell cheap, fast and nasty, right? Spigot wine. Exactly the it. opposite of what he was trying right. to achieve. Anyway, he says, and Claire continues, she says, he believed the problem started with the youngest of his cousins, Robert, a fast-talking type, who knew of no risk he wouldn't take, including with the family vineyard. The other cousins were not at all engaged and were only interested in the monthly checks from their profit-sharing agreement. You could almost see that Alexander knew in his heart of hearts that this was a problem that could end up destroying not only the reputation of his family's vineyard, but also that of the region. Mm. Terroir reputation can be legendary, definitely greater than any one vineyard, and it could be long-lasting. No PR campaign could move the needle away from a harm like this. He emphasized once again, this cousin, this cousin of his has a dark heart. He has no knowledge or skill in the world of wine. He's devoted to money above all else. And she gives a quote. She says, help me prove he's not the man for our vineyard's future. That's all I can ask of you. I can't and I will never let all of my grandfather's work slip into the abyss. He worked his life into those vines because he always knew they could tell the story of our terroir from the bottle. And Claire says, I looked away as my eyes welled up. Oh man, I almost
1: got a is, choked this up for, is this for? Is this for him? That her eyes are welling up. Why is? Why are her eyes welling I, up? I think she's just. She just. She really it's feels It's a hell for of him. a story. Yeah, it's a hell you know, of a story. I can. He's really that.
0: in this tough place. His grandfather did all this. The wine, the terroir, the food. Don't forget, Claire has gone through this whole vocation assessment, and she's gotten involved with Grace and all these people to help with. You know, protecting the terroir with Laurent and right. all of that, right? I mean, right. this is really this is her, her right love, up her passion. Her road. Right. Yeah. This is They're her passion. Well, paired in that sense, I might add. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Without any future knowledge, I'm there, not predicting anything. <laughs> there's something about commitment, right? Yeah. His commitment to
1: the wine, her commitment to working with small vintners, mm-hmm. you know, who she couldn't work with before because well, they just forget, didn't satisfy you know, the big boxes. Well, don't forget. She grew
0: up in this wine business. She was working with Michelle Grineau. During the day, she was up in the vineyard with him on his little farm, and then at night, she was in the afternoons. She was down in the cellars of champagne houses. Right? Yeah,
1: she's really cut her teeth in the wine world from early on. Yeah. College from college times. Go ahead, go ahead, go on. Can you imagine having an intern, a college internship like that? Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of cool working out in the vine in the vineyard too, though.
0: Well, she had the best of all. But she could learn from. She lived with this cool family. She worked in the vineyard during the day alongside this highly regarded organic, you know, farmer and Michelle Grinot. And great family. The family was cold. They had a cold dog. They Remember cold the dog? dog? There, yeah. was dog. Was yeah, that, there was a dog.
1: in There that was a dog. Was that M, right? M. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, um, and don't forget Charlotte, the wife, who was yeah. a lawyer. who was yeah.
0: pretty cool. She's very cool. It's also when she got to know um, Annalise. Mm-hmm was the postmistress then. Right. Yeah. Oh, all Good those stories. stories. Nice Ooh. stories. Yeah. Okay. So back into this one, though. So Claire continues and says, It is odd that Alexander would turn to me for help because I had never shared anything about the wine merchant's other work with him. I couldn't because at this point he was not a client. Well, yet anyway. All I could do was offered to look into the production manager and ask around among the makers we know to see if they know about anything strange or out of order. Ever so slightly relieved, Alexander stood and in a moment, Remy was on alert by my side, checking. No, Remy, Alexander is okay, he's one of us. And off he went to the doorway, still patiently awaiting his breakfast. The three of us went down to the cafe, where I made the coffee and Alexander fed Remy. My mind was already focused on how I could propose bringing him into the wine merchant as a client. I knew there would likely be some resistance from the other members because we did have this somewhat vague policy of payment for (laughs) services.
1: (laughs) Are you saying you can't afford it?
0: Vague policy. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: Claire... hmm. What is she going to do? She wants to help? He
0: doesn't know anything about what well, they do? You know, it's funny because she says, I think it odd that he turned to... It's not at all odd. He knows you're on the same page with him. Right, right. You know, uh,
1: yeah. Well, maybe she means odd that he didn't go back to Natalie. But Natalie sure. can't help him because she's in California. He needs somebody who's...
0: You know what I think? The truth is, Alexander has been absent for the whole period of Claire thinking about going in with the wine merchant,
1: working right, with these. Right. So he, he doesn't know anything right.
0: about what right. she went through in that assessment. But, I mean, he has a sense of what she thinks of wines and, oh, you know, yeah. and now that she has the
1: wine merchant shop, yeah,
0: of course. But at this point, he did know that Laurent was a real big deal in the business. So, mm-hmm. okay, Claire... The vague policy for payment of
1: services. <laughs> I guess vague is relative. Yeah, well, it is, yeah.
0: Claire says, my heart was already in on this one. So one way or another, I'd be working on it. I didn't have to think twice about where Brigitte would come down on this. She would answer with a question, though. And she'd say, if not here, where? If not this, what? And she'd say, if not him, whoop. That's cool. (laughs) That is cool. And Claire says her loyalty is absolute. I was distracted and barely listening to Alexander as I played out a million little different scenarios. Brigitte finally arrived with a gust, a bag of croissant and a long pan bagnat for the café bar. Remy circled around her barking, demanding her attention. I think he was relieved by the return of the morning routine. And she gives us another little quote of Brigitte. She says, "What is going on, mon petit chou?" <laughs> she's talking to the dog. Obviously, I've only been gone for an hour. Have they ignored you again, or are they plotting something without me? <laughs> and turning to it, yeah, I can see the whole scene and yeah, the dog circling yeah, around, yeah, wagging. Right. Yeah. Well, there's she, food. <laughs> yeah, she turning to yeah, she's got food in her hands. Turning to us, she said. You do know he tells me everything. We have an agreement, (laughs) Remy and me. She says, by this point, he was lying on her feet, thrilled by every utterance of his name, into which he would sort of yawn in appreciation. We were a crew, we three. Or was it now the four of us? Hmm. Hmm.
1: Well, she made a commitment awfully quick, didn't she? Mm, Some of For that ambivalence.
0: Ambivalence. I don't know. Well, I don't know. She's not all
1: in yet. She didn't say anything to him. (laughs) Well, she said it to herself. That's the most important, right? She says, my
0: heart was already in it, in on this one. She always does that. She always acts like she hasn't made a decision, but like really in her heart she has. And then finally she gets around to saying it out loud. Okay, Claire, we know you're going to
1: go ahead. (laughs) So the problem, though, is how is she going to go around the others? In taking his case right because she has to divulge to the others that she's taking his case i don't know mm. i don't know i don't know for no payment or mm-hmm. little payment or whatever
0: we shall But see. it's a
1: minor detail all set yeah okay
0: sorry <laughs> <laughs> she says i knew i had to get brigitte on board about alexander's problem because her help was going to be crucial I made a bit of small talk, circling around the issue, and then mentioning in a passing sort of way that Monsieur Andu, meaning Alexandre, has requested our assistance. I don't know what prompted me to gesture towards him with my left hand. It was so awkward. It looked like the proverbial royal wave. (laughs) Brigitte looked at me and responded that, yes, well, you do know I'm not blind. Just yet, anyway. (laughs) I love her. She's always, like, right on it, you know? Yeah. I could see that something was up from the moment I walked in. Besides, Remy has already alerted me. (laughs) Anyway, this is great timing because I was just about ready to lose my mind to boredom. What exactly are you getting us into this time? I could see she was asking with her look and a raised eyebrow... Whether we were going to tell Alexander about the wine merchant's other activities, but I balked. I wasn't sure yet. And I wanted to have a frank discussion with her, and more importantly, without Alexander. I knew he would be leaving in a few minutes, so I waved off any further discussion until the moment was right. OK, so in her heart of heart, she's going to do this, but she needs Brigitte. She wants to make sure Brigitte's she needs in agreement. Help. Yes. You know, as if you had to doubt, Brigitte will do anything she asks of her, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, we'll see. Here we go. She says, Alexander, she's talking about, he stayed a bit longer than I expected. And as soon as he left, we dove headfirst into a prolonged discussion about whether or how much to tell him about the wine merchant's other business. Alexander had turned to me, actually to us, because of our local connections and ability to communicate with almost every maker and without raising any suspicions. He knew nothing of our other skill sets, as Brigitte likes to say. And then she gives us a long quote from Brigitte. Okay, mm-hmm. She's, This is Brigitte saying, she says, if we open this door and we let him in, we can't turn back. We can never close it once it's done. However, I don't see a high level or any risk for that matter and bringing him into our world, and ultimately, you know, he could prove to be useful in the longer term. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus! She's pretty, yeah, she's pretty cut cut and dry about this, isn't she? Okay. She says, I think the bigger issue here is whether or when we tell the other members, although it would be an after-the-fact notice for them, right? I'm not sure if she even took a single breath during the assessment slash question So this is Claire inserting this and She says, I'm not sure if she even took a single breath during her assessment and question. And Brigitte continues. She says, I do think most people would call that a statement of fact rather than a request or permission. And she continued. My vote, says Brigitte, is to share the minimum, enough to make some sense, and keep him and the members from asking too many questions. And then once we wrap things, maybe we can let the other members know what we've been up to, you know. As I said, a statement rather than a question, or maybe a notice rather than a request. And then we laughed at ourselves, which I guess is a good thing.
1: So they're going to take this on without the others knowing. Oh, this is great. This is nice. Oh, this is messy.
0: Oh no! What is this. that?
1: You need to separate your emotional state. Yep, this has... From your professional state. (laughs) That don't do business (laughs) business with friends Don't do business with friends, lovers, and family members. Okay. So, but Brigitte's, you know, she's ready to go, right? It's
0: either going to work beautifully or horribly. There's no in-between. Well,
1: think about it this way. They don't have to tell the others because the others aren't going to be involved. Well, we don't know that, but I'm just saying the others are in, I guess they're all back in
0: the States. Recently Claire has been known to say when things can go wrong they do go wrong. Right, right. Right, right. Okay. Just remember So, that. attempting
1: to take this on whatever this is, and she doesn't <laughs> even know what these, you know, what the problem is yet, right? All that she knows is the wrong, the wine is getting He has a dirty cousin. Bottles.
0: The wine that's in his bottles with his label is wrong. It's garbage.
1: She might be able to get around any of the others knowing except maybe Laurent because Laurent's in town, right? Isn't she? Back yeah, in well, France. Yeah, well everybody
0: knows Laurent
1: and everybody knows yeah, Laurent, so. you know. So your niece mm. was
0: poking around, right? Yeah,
1: that's going to be a bit a bit hey, tricky. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Not for the others who are back in the States, but Laurent is clearly in France, so
0: Well, if it's a nice concise leak. issue, they can deal with it, tuck it in, put it away, be done with it. If it goes on and on, but there's also
1: her relationship with them, which is they're going to work together. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right that's kind of a little disingenuous don't you think anyway is that all she said
0: no 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 there's a little tiny bit more claire says i really wanted to agree and move ahead but i worried about taking what felt like the path of least resistance i reminded brigitte that when oh. <laughs> she says i reminded brigitte that when things can go the wrong way they usually do go the wrong way i just said this <laughs> yep yeah. I was still undecided and all over the place with too many hypothetical possibilities. And then again, I've trusted Alexander since I met him on that faithful flight from Paris. So it's no surprise that at the end of the day, we agreed to tell him about the wine merchants. Maybe we should check with Remy first. (laughs) We closed up the shop that night feeling good about things and I slept. Deep and long until the sun and Remy insisted on getting me out of bed. A beautiful morning was just outside, waiting.
1: Another cliffhanger. That's
0: not a cliffhanger. (laughs) That's not at all a cliffhanger. No, it's not a cliffhanger, but still. She's going to help him. Her problem is how much do I need to do for him and if or when I need to talk to the other members of the wine merchant group about Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is going to be very difficult since the wine merchant group happens to be people she knows incredibly well.
0: She's mm-hmm. related
1: to their best friends.
0: She's not going to be able to keep it at uh, keep How it quiet long? for long. Right. I mean, How long they're can in the
1: keep it particularly Laurent. She's in the business, and you know, you know, someone's going to call one of the Greno's or somebody and say, "Hey, your, your niece <laughs> is banging around out here you looking know, for stuff." This is this is the difficult part of living in a small village, right? Right. right. Everybody knows your name mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody knows your business. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's pretty good though. She's willing to help. So oh, of course she'll... she's going to help. And her. you know, the other thing I I think there's a little secret sense of pride here is if she can pull this off, this is like her first real affiliation with them, right? So, this would, it would, be,
0: it would be a good thing for her to it would start prove to on this note. Right, that and she's it, it, worthy. It affirms her commitment to the small makers, the artisanal producers, the organic folks that she said, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a nice way to kick off with them, too, and yeah. say, hey, I came in and I fixed one of, frankly, your leader's little, you know, not little, but your leader's issue. And um, well, it also gives her confidence boost. Because
1: this is something she knows,
0: you know, she's never done this kind of work before. Claire could use a little confident boost and not be so tentative about decisions. Listen to me. Sitting here like a Free
1: free therapy, Claire. Listen up. (laughs) Well, Alexander has made his mark. He has. Let's find out what's in those damn bottles.
0: (laughs) Well, yes. So that's At least it. She didn't. It wasn't a cliffhanger, but we'll move on, and we're going to find out. I have a feeling we're going to find out what this problem is all about, and who's behind it. And so, stay see tuned. How things
1: unfold. Yeah, it's good. So
0: I like this. I guess we'll find that out in the next episode, or I don't know how long it's going to take to resolve this. That's a question. I wonder how big this mm. issue is to play out. We'll so I'll know soon enough. Okay, then. Well. That's it this time, and we'll see you next time when we're back back at at the the mic. mic.